0: Hey sis, welcome to Humbly Hustling Female, a podcast where we encourage and empower women. We celebrate them. We talk about their struggles. We talk about their successes. We encourage and we empower you to tell your story because somebody needs to hear it. I'm Chris, the host, and I'm glad you're here. to another episode of A Humbly Hustling Female. I am your host, Chris. So glad that you joined us today. And today we have a very special guest. The lovely Kalina is joining us. She is also known as Deaf Queen Boss over on IG, so make sure you go and follow her. And so uh, with no further ado, I'm going to go ahead, Kalina, and let you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, so, yeah, so a little bit about me. I am a deaf advocate. So, a little as people know, I am a deaf person myself. And I am an a mental health coach, so upcoming mental health coach. I just graduated from psychology uh, from New York University, and I'm doing a, a postgraduate certificate program related specifically for counseling. And I am an upcoming author as well, so I have a book coming up as well, which I was hoping to get released in the winter, but due to COVID, and there's a lot of things that I have to get worked on. Um, But I think that's pretty much it for me. For now, I don't want to take up too much of my introduction time.
0: No, no, no. You take all the time you need. Thank you so much for that introduction. (laughs) Congratulations on graduating from college. That's a big achievement. I always like to congratulate people on that um and yeah mental health coach we need more of those definitely because um you know mental health is like it, it's on the rise and and i you know a lot of attention is being brought to it and i'm glad because it's always needed to be there so um i congratulate you on that and we'll we'll talk about your book also a little bit later but um congratulations on that also <laughs> so um <Thank> you. <laughs> oh you're welcome you are definitely welcome but like you mentioned you mentioned that you you are you are deaf and um were you born deaf or were you or was this something that developed later on at age or, or uh were you born deaf?
1: So I was not born deaf, surprisingly. Uh, I know people that like, called mm-hmm. yeah, I was not, but I was not born deaf. Um I actually became deaf at the age of four. Um, the reason for that is um I was at a daycare actually and um, I had an infection. My doctor described me um like an airdrop. And I um, went to the daycare, and whoever the staff was did not follow instructions. And um, they either gave up the wrong timing or put too much in my ears, because, again, I was four years old, so I had no idea what to on. And um, so when I went home the same day, my hearing was <laughs> went down. And my mom was calling me, like, Kalina, Kalina, I'm calling you. you are not listening to me? And my mom thought I was just, you know, you know, little kids, you know, they can be little, you know. And my mom thought I was playing around, but I was not playing around. My mom was a young mom at the time, too. So she was devastated. She was like, oh my God, okay, she's not joking. She can't hear me. So luckily, my grandma was a nurse at the time. And my mom called my grandmother very quickly like, hey, Mom, Kalina's not hearing me. Like, what, what? And then I, my mom passed me the phone. I like literally told my mom like I can't hear. And my dad said, Okay, this is not funny. So my dad rushed from the hospital to come home to see me and um sit down with me, do hearing testing to see what's going on. So my dad said, okay, because is, Helena is not making this up. She cannot hear right now. So um so now both of my mom and my dad are freaking out. The next day we went to my family doctor to check up what happened. And so my family doctor said, I'm so sorry. It's too late to help Colina. Kalina is permanently deaf.
0: Wow. Wow. That is, wow. Wow. This is yeah. so Man, you know, Yeah. yeah. That, um, that should be a lesson, I think, to um, all of us, even though, you know, we send our children off to daycare and school and different places like that, and you know we we trust people with our children you know so exactly. you would think that you know and then and people that are taking care of kids i i myself actually um years ago when my kids were smaller i had a daycare and that to me was one of the biggest responsibilities that i ever had in my life because um you know people think like oh you know daycare owner okay no no big deal it wasn't the fact about being a daycare owner it was the fact that people trusting me with their children, and I do believe, just like my children, you know, children are like, you know, that is like your pride and joy, you know. People, their whole entire world revolves around their children, so it was kind of an honor that, you know, these people allowed for me to care for their children, so I took that really, really um, serious, and it was something that, you know, if medication was bought there or whatever the case may be, you know, I'm double and triple checking because, these folks are interested in their kids, to me. You know what I'm saying? So that is very yeah. interesting. Gosh, that's very, very interesting. Well, you know, um you, uh, you know, it seems like you, you know, with being deaf, I mean, that you have you really like, you know, pushed and you've gone through. You've gone to college. You've graduated from college. You, you know, you said you're in the process of writing a book and everything like that. And so. This is also, and I'm just going to put this out there, this is also a learning experience for me because um, I I have, like, a few family members that are deaf, and, you know, we've always kind of communicated. Um, I don't know sign language that well, but, you know, just kind of simple sign language. And a lot of um, my family members who are deaf, they do read lips. So, um, you know, I have learned to, when I'm communicating with them, to look them, uh, you know, directly, you know, uh, uh, eye contact. And that way that they can talk clearly so that they're able to read my lips or what have you. But I haven't had a lot of interaction, especially in the black community, with um, with a lot of deaf people, you know. I mean, growing up for you, uh, you know, being a young black lady, a young black girl, you know, how, how, how did that affect you by being deaf?
1: Um, communication is the number one thing that affects me a lot. There's so many slack of education on how to be accessible in general, right? And I feel like it's all started when we go to school, right? Um, our teachers or the system don't teach the other kids how to be inclusive. And it's, I feel like a lot of times kids who have um disability, they always been separated from the normal student, quote, normal student. And it's not fair because these normal students and disability students, they don't know how to cooperate with each other because they've been separated and I feel like that alone right there the school system kind of broke that and did not teach us how to communicate with one another and um second thing is my family don't do sign language a lot of people get really surprised like oh so how do you I literally like communicate normally um my mom had uh she just she she was just looking out for my future right she noticed some changes and she said like so not gonna be a lot of people pick up sign language, unfortunately, in the future. Um but because I became deaf at the age of four, I was already speaking at the time. It's not like I was born deaf. But however, like if you're somebody who's listening, I highly encourage you to learn sign language, especially myself who's very young, I will hundred percent go back and learn sign language. And then right now I am learning sign language again just to uh build my business especially for my deaf community because um, there's times where like I don't wanna hear with my hearing aids, right? They days where I just wanna be deaf for one day and just do sign language, right? Um, but yeah.
0: Okay. That that's pretty interesting. So you so your advice, you know, uh I mean especially for someone, you know, who has, you know, maybe a deaf child or uh just in general is to learn that sign language.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And you know, and I and I'm
0: sitting here and I'm thinking about it as you're saying it, and I could definitely see, you know, that being beneficial because, like you said, you know, some days you want to take off your hearing aids and you know be free from having to wear that and you know just sit back and do the sign language. I I never even thought of it like that. So that is, um, yeah, that that is. Uh, I, I like that. And you know, and, and you mentioned about <laughs> you mentioned about um, the school systems and how they separate children. Um, you know, and so I'm assuming, you know, when you went to school you may have been separated. you know, I don't know. And you know, now I don't know. Things change so much over years. My kids, they're older now. They're not in school any longer. Um, but and so I don't I don't know, you know. I mean I'm hoping, you know, as, you know, we are what, in twenty twenty one now that that, you know, schools are not still doing that, but you never know. I mean, I, you know, but it totally makes sense that what you're saying, especially if you're separating um, a, a deaf child and they're not getting that interaction with other children, you know, they still have to learn those skills to be able to, you know, communicate and to be able to just, you know, interact, how to, to learn how to interact with others. So that that totally, um, totally makes sense. Um, I don't know, um, you know, like I said, I don't know if, you know, uh, now, if the school system is like that, but if that is, you know, if it's still like that, we definitely need to change that because that is just, uh, yeah, that that shouldn't be. So um, now, growing up, you know, um, other than you know maybe having to be separated in school and things of that sort, did you face other challenges, um, you know, with being deaf and and having you know that interaction with people?
1: Oops, oh, sorry.
0: Can you repeat that question again? Sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, I said I know, you know, you were saying growing up, you know, especially like in school, you were sometimes, uh, you know, separated from the other children and things like that. And, you, got, you know, you weren't able to be able to interact with other children. You know, as you got older, like, say, high school, like junior high school or things like that, even, you know, going to college because you said you recently graduated, were there any type of uh, other challenges that you faced along the way?
1: Um, I would say that um there was a lot of challenges. Um mm-hmm. the first thing I would say is that teachers alone was my biggest challenges in high the school teachers. because they Me thought too. I was taking advantage 'cause they thought I was taking advantage of my commendation. And mm. they would really say like, Oh, um, like no, like, community can't do that. Like, she already had an extra time. No, she cannot have extra time. And there was a lot of, like, little things that was really not necessary to be an issue in the first place. And it just I feel like teachers were trying to balance that with the other students, but yet these other students have the need. There's the reason why it's called accommodation. And it's a point where I remember my dining counselor, um, she didn't like my career goals, my path that I wanted to do. I wanted to go to university, and um, and she, like, um, she was trying to brainwash me to go to college first before going to university. That's not what I wanted. And so what she did was she kind of brainwashed me. My mom was saying, no, I told you, you're going to university. It was a lot of, like, whole, like, um, kind of, like, letting me to step back, especially as somebody who would doubt. And I felt like my disability was to find who I was, especially at that moment. And I'm like, wow, because I am a deaf person, that's not fair. Why can't other people can go faster than me or forward than me? And I have to step back and go to somewhere that I don't want to go. or it's not what my plan was. So that is something that definitely talks a lot, especially teachers. I feel like teachers was my number one issue in school in general. But however, when I got to university... I got better because she was a lot more common and I felt like the professors I had were in the school system longer than, more than like 20 years. So they didn't know what they were doing. I remember a funny story. Um, I had a professor. He was actually deaf too. And I didn't see his hearing aid. And, <laughs> and he was just like, give me one second. My hearing aid battery just died. So I'm like, wait, what? didn't these guys just say hearing aid body just died in class? And he was just like, yeah. And I just looked at him. Like, I just really looked at him. And I went up to him in class. And I asked him, how do you get this far, like, in terms of becoming a professor? And he was just like, you have to really do it. Because, like you just now, you came up to me. I didn't know you were deaf. And it was really cool how, um, you know, like, little things in life, you really can make an impact in someone else's life. And you just never know who's watching who's seeing you, or who's hearing your voice.
0: Right, right. No, I I agree with you 100%, 100%. Well, I'm glad that you stayed strong and that you were one of those strong people and you kept your, you know, your goals ahead of you and you overcame that and you were able to go to the university and, you know, and do what Kalina wanted to do and not what those teachers wanted to do. So, you know, like I said, I'm hoping now that, you know, like I said, we're in 2021 that, you know, there's some teachers out there that are – you know, not the, well. I should say that teachers aren't still out there doing that. But you know, um, well, let's talk about the book, Kalina. Let's talk about that. So, what, what, um, what type of book are you are you writing, and when, um, when should we expect that to be out?
1: Okay, so <laughs> so my book is meant for poetry and biography. So it'll be me speaking behalf of my life story and kind of relating it into a hearing community. So basically, I would talk about my life story, or for example, I could be walking, and someone might approach me, but I didn't realize that they were trying to get my attention because they didn't um, give me a sign, or, you know, tap my shoulder, little things like that. Um, so that is something I'll be talking about in my book. Um, just so that the hearing community can hear, get an idea of what it's like to be deaf in the hearing community. And I feel like it's very important that we all learn different perspectives and different shoes. Um, so my my goal is to get my book running up. Maybe If I don't get it up by December, I'll definitely get it ready and going for it at least before April.
0: Okay, okay. I like that. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you said that and that you're writing that book because it does give a different perspective because I think, a lot of people um you know sometimes we we take for granted that you know every day we wake up you know we're able to hear, we're able to see, you know we're able to walk. You know we're just able to do all these things. And so you know even though I may meet a deaf person or I may meet a blind person or you know someone you don't you really don't stop and think, you know what challenges that that they may face you know um and sitting here being able to talk to you it just kind of it kind of like opens up your eyes a little bit you know and especially like this the whole teacher thing you know and you're saying that that was one of your biggest challenges was like with teachers and you know when you think of teachers you're thinking like oh okay you know teachers should be trained for this type of stuff and you know you shouldn't have had to feel that way, especially coming from a teacher, you know, you would think, you know, how they always say kids are like the cruel ones, you know, and um, you would think that it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe, you know, these kids are, you know, being mean, because kids don't understand, but that's just so crazy, you know, that the teacher, you know, was one of the biggest challenges, so like I said, it's good to sit down and, and be able to talk to you, because it makes me more aware of things that I should be doing and you know ways that I should be respectful, you know, to the Deaf community. Um and it's not saying to treat them differently or you know anything like that, but there are ways that I could improve especially um, you know, I, I work in the medical field, so I come across, you know, uh, patients sometimes that are deaf or people that come in and out of the hospital. So it's just different ways that it just kind of opens up your eyes and it makes you think, you know. So no, um, exactly. think. Right. So, you know, thank you for that. I mean, that's one of the reasons I wanted you to come on. So I was like, Oh yeah, you know, get to talk to you. And I'll just say this, you know, and I'll put this out there cause I'm pretty transparent, pretty open about everything, but, you know, even, you know, talking to you before, you know, I asked the question uh, to Kalina, I said, Hey, you know, what is the proper way, you know, should I say, you know, a deaf person should I say hearing impaired, you know, because these are things that I don't know. And this is stuff that, you know, that we should be educating people on, um, and the proper term is, to use is the deaf community. So thank you, Kalina, for answering that question for me. I appreciate that. So um, My Oh, thank you. And so you said now um, you're going to be getting into doing some mental health coaching. How's that going?
1: It's going really good. It's going really good. I have a few clients so far. Um, I have helped a lot, about three people so far which is good number for me for now just because, you know, I'm new into the whole mental health coaching industry, so coaching can be really different, and, you know, everybody's needs are very different. So I'm learning how to become a better coach myself, taking take day by day.
0: No, that's good. I mean, hey, if you only have one, that's good to me because that means you're headed in the right direction. You know what I mean? So having three, that's uh, that's awesome, you know. So um, do you do <laughs> – <laughs> do you do, um, now is your coaching for only the deaf community or um, you you pretty much coach anyone?
1: I pretty much have a specific um, but my special life is for the deaf community but has one expanding my doors it will be for youth and black community and has one woman so those are my top four for now but once the breaking gets
0: a little bit bigger, then I would start expanding that even more. Okay, no, that sounds great. All the things that I like to support as well. So hey, I'm I'm rooting for you, girl. <laughs> so I mean, so so whoever is listening, Selena is starting up her mental health coach business here. She's already got three clients. She is on her way, and right now she is um, geared towards the deaf community. So if there's someone out there. Um, that anybody knows or, you know, maybe someone that's listening to this, if you are needing a mental health coach, um, you know, um, please hit her up, and I'm going to also make sure that all her information is linked, like, in in the uh, show notes. So definitely, um, you know, give her a follow and um, make those connections with her. So now let me ask you this, Kalina, because like I told you, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, this is eye-opening for me as well. now, for someone listening, you know, what What would you want the world to know um, in regards to the deaf community? Meaning, you know, um, is there like, you know, a certain uh, stereotype that you want to break? Is there, you know, um, um, is there certain things that, you know, uh, people should do or don't do Coming from a, a deaf person who's been deaf ever since she's been four years old, what do you think the world needs to hear in regards to when it comes to the deaf community?
1: I honestly love this question. Um, I love it, love it. So the first thing is I would highly recommend a lot of people to really do your research before you assume anything. I feel like a lot of times people assume too much about the deaf community. Instead of assuming, just ask. I know a lot of people are very afraid to ask a lot of, not just the deaf community, but the disability community as a whole. And I always encourage people to ask questions, ask questions, don't be afraid to ask questions. And um, I know some people think, oh, this deaf thing has a dumb question. There's no such thing has a dumb question. If we don't know the, question, the answer, we don't know it, right? There's no such thing as, like, oh, my God, like, what if I get offended? No one will ever get offended unless the person had a really bad experience in the past. But, however, if you are showing us that you are asking questions about our needs, then we will, especially myself, I appreciate that you are considering thinking about what my needs are. That's how we feel if someone asks us a question about, oh, how can we talk, or oh, how can we do zoom work you know it definitely showed us especially that to me that you really appreciate and you're taking effort and time to actually find out what I need on so we will 100% be appreciated if you ask us a lot of questions um third I um, tell a lot of people not every deaf person do sign language I keep <laughs> I, remember, I remember I went to the grocery store and then I got to my hands were was showing and the guy quit me you know the sign language and I said I don't know sign language like what <laughs> oh my god I'm so sorry so um, it's really good to do that but at the same time always ask the person do they prefer speaking or do they prefer sign language everybody's needs are different I always keep reminding people everybody's needs are different you can't expect that one person you met who is deaf who does sign language but then you meet a different person who is deaf but doesn't do sign language I know a lot of people in the deaf community especially like myself I speak more than I do sign because I never learned that and um, lastly, I would say, you know, watch a lot of shows and movies about the deaf community in terms of supporting them. And now, a lot of uh, deaf businesses, I know a lot of the we show up here for them. I even have a friend of mine who's from Toronto who has her own clothing line. I would love for everybody to support her. Um, but yeah, so definitely, the number one thing I would tell everybody do not be afraid to ask questions. Do not. There's no such thing as high dumb question.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, and that all makes complete sense. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just common, you know, it's kind of just like common everyday courtesy, you know what I mean? So it makes complete sense what you're saying. And, you know, you were saying like, you know, like your friend that has a clothing line and there's a lot of, um, you know, small businesses that are owned by deaf um, folks, you know, send some of those uh, folks over to me. Cause I'd love to highlight them and to, um, you know, kind of, Them out there as well because I mean, hey, we support everybody over here. We support everybody. If you got something good and we want to buy it, we're supporting everybody. Okay, I I, I don't care what the so you know, yes, no, we're definitely supporting everybody over here. So, but you know, like you said, that makes complete sense, Kalina. Um, you know, like I said, I I look at everything that you said, you know, it's it's just how you want to treat people and how you would want to be treated and that's a good point that you make that don't automatically assume that um, all deaf people do know sign language because you're completely right Um, you know there's i've met some deaf people that speak i've met some you know that don't so you you make all very very good points and i really hope that whoever is listening to this just like me i'm learning more about the deaf community that you all are learning about the deaf community as well. So, um, I definitely thank you for that. Definitely. Um, and I thank you for coming and talking to us. Um, is there any other thing that you want to say before we wrap things up, Kalina, or anything you want to throw out there to the world?
1: (laughs) I would love to say is that do not be afraid to do something that you love. I know a lot of people feel like they can't do anything because, um, bad mouth or people, People are not supporting or overgusting, like, yeah, if I do this, nobody's going to support me. There's no such thing like that. are people out there, especially complete strangers, who support you within your own family, your own people. And I just want people to know that if you have a dream, go catch it. There's no such thing as a small dream.
0: Wow. I like that. If you have a dream, go catch it. I really like that. That is, I, I like that. I really, really do. And you're so right, because... I think I had, um, I don't know, I can't remember where I get confused between Instagram and TikTok, but somewhere I had put something about, you know, <laughs> that, you know, your biggest supporters are people that are strangers, complete strangers. Some of the, um, you know, people that I actually consider, you know, friends are people that I've met, you know, through the internet that, um, and ha- they show me so much support and um, they send me, messages they send me voice messages they check in on me you know um and it's a good feeling you know and I sometimes like you said I don't even get that from some of my from my family members so you are absolutely right and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast and that's one of my many whys that I have in life is that you know I like you said show people that things can be done if you have a dream to it and definitely do it, and I think that you you are a prime example, Kalina, of doing it because not only you know are you going after your goals. I mean, hey, you graduated college, girl. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You've got a mental health coach business. You are an author. You know, you are an advocate for the deaf community. Um, you're you're a prime example. Like, I mean, you you did what you set out to do, and I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a lot more that comes you know from you as well so i appreciate you um and yeah thank you for that that was um that was very eye opening this whole interview has been like really <laughs> eye opening um yeah for me no really seriously it really has because like i said you know i've come into contact with deaf people i have a few deaf people that are in my family but you never really see and think you know how deaf people are affected in this world you know and we need to um we need to think about that sometimes with, you know, this with, with anybody with, you know, that has, uh, you know, um, deaf, blind, you know, what have you. We need to sit down and we really need to think about that. So um, I appreciate you for coming on. Um, you want to shoot out um, your Instagram or um, anything, that, um, you know, where folks can get in touch with you?
1: Yes. I am waiting can definitely keep in touch with me on my Instagram, uh, which is DeafQueenBoss and I have my website slowly building up, but I found it just in case people want to be shown. because I know a lot of people don't have social media. So my website is cleanempowerment.com. Um, so yeah, so those are the two top two stories you guys can really find me.
0: Okay, okay, great. All right, and like I said, I will definitely put all that in the show notes if anybody wants to connect with her. Um, if you have more questions for her, you know, um, I'm pretty sure, like she said, she's she's more than willing to to answer and to help anybody out. Uh so definitely go give her a follow and Kalina, please send me some of those um those business owners because I definitely like to support and see what they got. You know, Christmas time is getting getting near and I had another lady that was on uh the last show and she was a um a tumbler maker and she did some other things too. A lot of stuff was like the resin and like I was telling her, Christmas time is approaching. We're still in a pandemic here. We're still hearing how, you know, a lot of stuff is not going to get to us. We're seeing all these shipping containers that are still out there in the world. And so I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's, let's support small businesses, you know, and let's get these orders out here and, um, you know, get these gifts going and everything, and let's just support one another. So that, that's what it's all about. So definitely please send me that information, and, of course, I'll get it out to anybody else who wants any of the information. But again, Kalina, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day. And to all of you that are listening, like I always like to say, you could have been anywhere. You could have been anywhere doing something else, but for whatever reason, you chose to listen to this show. And for that, I am very, very grateful, and I'm very humble. Everybody stay safe, and until next time.